Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it, and I'll tell you what, it is going to be fun and entertaining to get the thoughts of some of our guests and, of course, uh, Bob's thoughts as well. On the big win by a bigger Bryson who bruised Detroit Golf Club and captured the Rocket Mortgage Classic in some pretty impressive fashion last week. Talk about overpowering a golf course and getting people talking about distance. How much is too much? Bryson DeChambeau and all the work and the changes that he's put in. Capitalizing, finding pay dirt last week in Detroit, and he picks up his sixth win on the PGA Tour. We'll talk about that. In fact, a guy that chased the muscles himself back in the day before it was kosher on the PGA Tour. Keith Clearwater will join us coming up here in just a few minutes. Also, America's favorite caddy and Golf Channel's Jaime Diaz will stop by as well. So a good show for you. We appreciate you stopping by. You can hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf is our Twitter handle. And of course, you can download the podcast at any of your favorite uh, podcaster sites and listen to us on iHeartRadio radio, as well as a myriad of affiliate radio stations. So, Bob, a big one last week. Bryson, you know, Colin Morikawa just sort of had to, uh, or excuse me, Matthew Wolf had to kind of shake his head a little bit. The guy made more birdies and eagles than anybody in tour history and didn't come out with a victory because Bryson was just doing some sort of uh, unhuman-like things out there. Well, you know, when you shoot 71 in the final round and Bryson DeChambeau shoots 65 and he's only three back, of course, you're going to have you're going to have something. You know, he got off to a bad start and 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 it hurt him. But you know, when you think about Bryson. And what he was able to do last week, he was uh, the first winner on the PGA Tour to lead the fields in strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained putting. And his average driving distance last week, 350.6 yards. That's his average. Average. That's unbelievable. I, I, so, look, you know, we have sort of given Bryson a bit of a bad time 
calling him a little bit of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And I mean, he looks blown up, right? I mean, he looks like he's just, you know. Thick. Yeah, yes, thick. thick is the word you used, and I think you're exactly right. It's not even so much that he looks like Brooks Kepka out there or Gary Woodland, one of these sort of just ripped athletes. He just looks massive. And, boy, did he have it going last week. We'll get into it next. Uh, we'll talk about it. Because is he starting a trend? Is he a bit of a disruptor? Or is this just, you know, a good player with a lot of talent harnessing some new fitness and put it all together for a victory at the Rocket Mortgage Classic? We'll talk about all that, plus Ryder Cup officially postponed. Tiger returns next week. A whole lot to get to this week on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember.
Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft X 2020. Finally, something good this year. Chrome Soft X takes tour performance to another level, earning five out of five stars in performance and feel. The newly re-engineered 2020 Chrome Soft X received a gold rating on Golf Digest Hot List. And uh, let me tell you, it is fantastic. If you're not, uh, if you haven't tried it out, in fact, some of the even most faithful Callaway uh, fans out there on social media, influencers and the like, will say that this is by far their best tour ball that they have ever produced. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft X 2020, of course, has triple track technology, and it's the ball that changed the ball that's changing everything once again at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob, let's get let's get into Bryson DeChambeau. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to call him. we got to come up with something. Big Bryson, I mean, I don't know if that, that that's kind of too easy, but... Let me just ask you this question right off the bat. The Hulkster. He is a bit like the Hulk. <laughs> Do you think what you saw last week, hitting 350-yard drives on average, leading the field in strokes gained off the tee and putting, which, again, first time by a winner in the 15 years that they've kept strokes gained stats. Do you think that was enjoyable to watch, bad for golf, did you have a problem with it, or did you just sit back and appreciate what this athlete has been able to do to manufacture himself and his game to a position where he was able to go and pull something like that off? Well, the thing about it is just because he's stronger doesn't mean that that's going to make him better. Not only was he stronger, but he is He's hitting the ball in the fairway, and he's taking lines off the tees that are huge. He's stronger under control, in other words. So in my opinion, I think it's pretty awesome to see how he gets himself around a golf course. And to play four events in a row coming back from the layoff with COVID, he's finished in the top 10 every event. Um, Going into last week, he was my pick for last week. It's kind of the first event he could really open it up and let it go. And, and he showed us what he's, what he's been able to do. He's worked long and hard, not only on his strength and putting on that extra muscle uh, from last year and also from the COVID time, but he's worked hard on getting himself into a position to be able to play with that strength. And it's pretty amazing as far as I'm concerned. I think it's a good point. You know, the, the size and the strength that he's put on his frame had nothing to do with his ability to roll the rock on the green. No, nope. no. Nope. Now you you can make an argument before I can just I can hear everybody right now. All right, settle down. I'm getting there. Yes, if he hits it that far and that straight and leaves himself inside of a hundred yards, which he did repeatedly yes. into par fours and pretty darn close to some of the par fives, then he is going to hit it closer to the hole, thereby making more putts and making him a better putter. So, yes, in fact, with that case, he could, with his strength, make himself a better putter. Now, uh, we have seen bombers in the past. We've seen straight short hitters in the past that have found weeks where they have absolutely flagged it, and they couldn't buy a thing, right? So right. it it is not 
It's not 100%. You do take a lot of confidence when you hit it that far. You know, when you putt, we, then they, they say drive for show, putt for, uh, yeah, Bryson did both of those things. And so give him credit. I guess I'm vacillating. On the one hand, I sure hate to see guys that are going to be pushing the club head speed and the ball speed that he is approaching. And by the way, Bryson says he's not done. He's still pushing. And so yeah. if, if he's able to achieve even greater club head and ball head, ball speed, and hit it further down the fairway, it really becomes even more than back in the Tiger Phil days and John Daly days where we talked about a bomb and gouge. It's even more than that because guys are able to hit it even more accurately now. Well, not only does he have to worry about strength and hitting it far, but he's got to worry about where he's hitting it on the golf course. I mean, we saw him uh, a few weeks ago when, you know, he, he had opportunities to hit like three woods off a of tees, but he hit drivers and, and, and a couple times hit it out of bounds. You got you got to keep the ball in play. And that's one of the things he's finding out how to do is not only hit it that far, but take that length and rein it in a little bit to keep the ball in the fairway. But Bob, you look, <laughs> you look at two vastly different swings on the spectrum. Oh yeah. Troy Merritt playing alongside. I mean, that guy yeah. is smooth as a cucumber, right? right? And just mm-hmm. is, just classic tempo swing. Just, I mean, you'd love to draw it up and it's art. And then you've got just brute strength yeah, coming out of his shoes and just pounding it. And there is no question which one is more effective, at least last week. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Troy. It's flat out an unfair advantage. It reminds me of the year Spieth found himself on the back nine with a chance to win the Masters in his first attempt, but there was Bubba Watson doing things that Jordan hadn't ever thought of before. No, that's true. The thing about Troy is Troy played with him in the final round. Troy ends up finishing tight for eighth, but of the 14 holes, the 14 driving distance holes or drive, drive holes you could hit driver on, Troy was beat by 400 yards. <laughs> 400 yards. That's what I'm saying, though. So is that bad for golf, that you can outdo a fellow competitor how, by how do you 400? Limit it? That's the problem. There's no way to limit that because, I mean, y- you can't tell a guy that's, that's put on 40 nope. pounds of muscle and developed more strength and everything and more swing speed. Guess what? You got to rein it back. You can't. You can't. You can only lift three days a week. You can't lift six. Sorry. Welcome to the PGA Tour. Check your athleticism at the door. No. I mean, yeah. You're right. You can't do that. You can't do that. And then it's not the ball. It's not the equipment. But you know, the purists would say it is. They'll say if but you had a little. Not. But they'll say if you have a little small-headed driver and a spinnier golf ball, and you go at it that hard and miss it by a fraction. You're 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 going to be in the hurt. You're going to be in bad shape. Where now you are. I mean, Bob, we've we've been doing this show for 20 years, and we've been fortunate to have terrific sponsors, equipment manufacturers as sponsors of our show. A long time it was TaylorMade, and for the last half of this uh, of our career, it's been Callaway. And we yeah. know as we do these reads on the show that their efforts that they've put into it, despite the USGA limits of COR and the like, trampoline effect, whatever it is, they are able to make drivers more forgiving and longer. And they're, they're enabling players to go harder at the golf ball, generate more club head speed, and not necessarily have to be as accurate because the golf club becomes a little bit more forgiving. Right? I well, mean, I think that's well, maybe, what people are like saying. Like you said, maybe it's time to go back to the mini driver 
you know, uh, maybe it's time to limit the CC of the head that guys can try to hit. Um, but by the way, my point on saying that is only limited to guys, a very select few that are on the highest level of the tour. I'm not even saying the entire tour would need that. I guarantee you there's Troy's not out there going, God, I really wish they'd rein it in and make this thing longer for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, to, but, so it's exactly. It, it's not equitable to everybody. It's not. And that's going to be the case. If you roll the ball back and now Bryson's averaging 275 off the tee, that means Troy's averaging like 225 off the tee or 212 yeah, exactly. off the tee or something. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. The long guys will always be long. But if you made, and again, this is the argument, and this is not my argument. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. People say you make the ball spinnier so that if you miss it, you miss it big time. Now there's a more of a premium for hitting fairways. Yeah. And, but and, and, anyway. And case in point, Tiger Woods plays a really spinny golf ball, and he always has. Um, so, you know, if everybody was made to play the golf ball that he plays, um, it it would be interesting to see what happens. But, you know, maybe a spinnier golf ball um, and maybe, maybe uh, you know, smaller club heads. But, you know, everybody's no, – <laughs> most everybody is hitting it high and launching it high and low spin. And, you know, they're hitting it with 9.5, 10, 10.5 degree drivers. Bryson's hitting a 5.5. 5.5. <laughs> Still hitting it as high as he's hitting it. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yep. Well, look, here, here's here, here's the point. If they said, USGA came out and said, all right, we hear you. We're going to make the game tougher. We're rolling this ball back. We're not rolling the ball back. We're rolling it side to side. <laughs> See what we did? Wink, wink. <laughs> Aren't we clever? And they make a spinny golf ball. Guess what? The manufacturers are just going yep. to make golf clubs that don't put spin on it. Yep. So they're going to counter it. Now you got an extra spinny golf ball with a less than spinny golf club. And you're going to achieve relatively the same results that you are currently experiencing. And that yep. that will be the cycle, and round and round we go. So it's yes. not as easy as saying, do we make a change? Do they limit? it? There's so many ramifications. It's just interesting. The question is, is did what we see, is it bad for the game? Does it change the game? Is it good for the game? Or do you just appreciate what an athlete has been able to do with his body and his game to be able to do what he did last week? And you know what? Hats off, Bryson DeChambeau. It was impressive to watch. We'll take a short break. More Real Golf continues next. Thanks for being with us. Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. It's time to upgrade your game and get custom fit for free at Uinta Golf with their summer bonus trade-in sale. Come in now through July 12th and get a 50% bonus trade-in on any Callaway, TaylorMade, or Cobra inline products. Chart out your game with the new Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder and be the course DJ with Bushnell's new Wingman, the first-ever audible GPS and Bluetooth speaker. The summer bonus trade-in sale is happening now through July 12th at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show, brought to you in part by Odyssey. You know, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. Check out uh, Odyssey Golf, as you know, with the Stroke Lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. All you need to do is uh, get out there, pick one up, get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf and as we mentioned hats off to Bryson uh, leading both the long the strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained rolling the rock which is super impressive so uh, I, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my take on Bryson Bob I, I think I think that we we have a tendency to have a, a right now mentality and what we mm-hmm. saw last week was really impressive. What we saw from Tiger Woods early in his career caused a change in the game of golf. He took the tour by storm. He was working out. He was hitting it far. He set the scoring record yep. for Augusta when he won in 97, right? He played it unlike anybody we had seen to that point. And there's been mm-hmm. a lot of people that have sort of grown up and replicated what... Tiger did. He changed the game to the point where Augusta National, quote unquote, Tiger proofed the golf course. And by yes. the way, they were largely successful for a number of years. 
Um, he finally got got a win. But my, my point is, is I, I think that maybe it's a little bit of a knee-jerk overreaction to come in and say, whoa, Bryson is bad for the game. We've got to do something. See, this is what I'm talking about. Some athlete, look, I think if you're an up-and-coming... That's the operative word, athlete. Right. I, if you're an up-and-coming golfer, whether you're one of the leading junior golfers, whether you're one of the leading coll- collegiate golfers or mini-tour players, if you're not in the gym trying to figure out how you can strengthen your 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 body, put on some weight, increase your swing speed, and still be able to hit the shots that you need to be able to hit, maintaining your flexibility. If you're yeah. not doing that, you're you're missing out. Same as when Tiger came out. I mean, look at Colin Montgomery and Tiger Woods in ninety seven. I mean, talk about guys on completely different planes. And now there's more guys that look like Tiger did in 97. In fact, bigger than Tiger did, was in 97. Yes. yes. So my point is, is, is this going to change? Probably. But you can't tell me that all of a sudden distance is important in professional golf. It's been important for a long time. Look since, at John, the advantage John... Begun. Right. Yeah. Look at the advantage John Daly had in the mid-90s. Look at the advantage yeah. Jack had in the 70s and 80s. You know? Yep. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you could go back to Slam and Sam. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, the guy had an advantage because he was a basher. Um, so my point is, is appreciate what it's done. I don't see Bryson suddenly having such a huge advantage that every other player is relegated to second place and Bryson's just going to go on a tear and win every event he tees it up. It's still golf. It's still, he has to be on in, in, in the most facets of his game in order to win. So... Yeah. I appreciate what he was able to do. I'm not ready to jump off any sort of cliff here and say there's a problem. I think it's enjoy what an athlete did of taking some scientific approach with some physical attributes and putting it all together and absolutely dismantling Detroit Golf Club. Look, hats off, man. Super, super cool. And not only is he is he using – those things and those attributes to make him stronger and physically fit, science, that kind of thing. He's he's going on Google Earth, pulling up the golf courses and looking at the lines that he needs to take off the tees for when he gets to the golf course. He's learning about the courses, kind of like what NASCAR does with with their um, sim, driver simulation um, before they go to uh, events like Indianapolis or Daytona or anything like that. He's going to the golf courses and he's looking at the courses based on what he sees on the golf course, the lines he has to do, and he's preparing. He's preparing well. He's the only player that has um, finished in the top ten in each of the first four events coming back from COVID. He's got seven top tens in a row. He's playing some great golf, and and he's showing it because he's put forth the effort. Now, if you're going to just sit around and do nothing and not put forth the effort, then you're going to relegate yourself to uh, a guy that's going to be a journeyman. But if you want to be the best in the world and you want to play the best in the world, then there are things you have to do that other people are not doing. Yeah, we we saw we saw Dustin Johnson do it with his wedges and his putter, always long enough to be able to hit the ball a long ways. Um, but when he started to dial in his, his wedges and his putter. Then he became the number one player in the world. We've seen it with um, Brooks Kepka. You know, here's a guy that looks like a linebacker, and he's able to hit it like he hits it. More like a safety now, but yeah, compared yeah, to Bryson. But, hit, but <laughs> <laughs> hits it like he hits it. And, uh, 
and and you know he's he's taken the world by storm with um you know all the all the major championships that he's won and and in consecutive years and that kind of thing. Now you've got a guy like Bryson DeChambeau. I mean Rory McIlroy is a phenomenal player, but you know what? Rory McIlroy is not a big guy like the rest of those other guys are, and he still hits it hard. So neither is Justin Thomas, by the way. And you know what? No. If I'm buying stock right now, I'm putting more money on Rory and JT than I am on Bryson and DJ. Now, now, yep. now that's arguable. KP, you could say you're absolutely crazy, but right now I would take Rory and Justin Thomas over Bryson and DJ. I didn't put Brooks in there because I think Brooks is still riding a super hot streak. But uh, I, I th- and those guys are probably two of the smaller guys on tour. But right. man, they got a lot of talent. And at the end of the day, I mean, look, Corey Pavin won a bunch on tour and beat some guys that hit it a lot further than he did. Fred Funk won a lot on tour. Uh, I, I, look, Bryson's got six wins. Does he get double-digit wins? Probably. He's only 26. Yeah, he's only 26. But, yep. but, I, but you know, JT already has 12. Yes, he does. Uh, so, look, I, 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 it's impressive what he's done. Everybody finds an advantage. Some people it's with their putter. Jordan had it with his putter. You, you know? Yes. And, and by the way. And his to, iron shots and his short game. Yep. <laughs> to, to your point on what Bryson's doing with Google Earth and all that, all right, we're outlawing preparation. There's no preparation. Can't prepare for golf tournaments anymore. It's an unfair advantage. I mean, look, we did away with Green's books, right? Or at least they were altered. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. We can't have we can't have laser rangefinders. Nope, that'll make it too easy. No, they, these these guys are going to find ways to have all the advantages that they need to have. And by the way, how exciting is it going to be to watch these guys next week at the Memorial? After having played a week, play four rounds on this golf turn on this golf course plus practice rounds, then turn around and do it again. I think yeah. we're going to see some pretty cool stuff next week because it's not very. I, I don't remember seeing guys play, you know, two consecutive weeks on the same golf course. Never have. And these guys uh, are so that good, they're going to figure it out, and they're going to. I bet some guys are doing some pretty special stuff next week. Well, but the thing that they'll do with this golf course is they've got this golf course as a normal tour event. They've got it set probably pretty good but not quite what they want for the memorial. And so this golf course will change a little bit from this week to next week um, as far as how they cut it down, um, you know, if they make it faster, the things that they do for a golf course, to a golf course for an event that's a little bit more than a normal tour event. So um, there'll be some things that are done, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, you can't put it past a guy for trying to improve himself, make himself stronger, make himself more relevant in the game, which Bryson is doing right now. And it's pretty interesting to see and and pretty fun to see what he's able to do. I'm not sure if he's going to be completely endeared to the public. I mean, he keeps doing things to, you know, <laughs> not come off so well, like asking well, the cameras the to leave. just in him. Yeah, well, maybe, but he, you know, like asking the cameras to to go away because they lingered too long on his reaction to a bad shot, for instance, and it paints him in a bad light. I mean, there there are things I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, quirkiness. That's the quirkiness in him. I mean, his his iron, his, his shafts are all the same length on his iron. So, I mean, again, yeah. 
Go for it. You want to, you want to try to replicate? I don't see anybody replicating Bryson's swing. That's for no, sure. No, not at all. But you could add, definitely add some swing speed and some strength to your game. All right, let's uh, move on just a little bit. We'll talk more about this with Keith Clearwater coming up here in just uh, a moment. But the Ryder Cup, Bob, officially postponed. We've talked about this. We expected this was going to be the case. Players have spoken out against playing the event without fans. And finally, the, uh, the, the Ryder Cup officially postponed and they're moving it to, to odd years again and the, the president's cup will bump over to even years but uh, mm-hmm. i don't think you have any question in your mind it was the right decision as, as big of a bummer as it is you know it's pretty interesting the 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 pga of america uh seth juan um decided that you know they started looking at this stuff a while a while back they started looking at um you know are they going to be able to get forty thousand people on the golf course every single day. And then, and then they kind of rotated it back. Are, are we going to be able to get 10,000 people on the golf course? And as, as things started to spike up a little bit, um, you know, they, they figured, well, the Ryder cup is not the Ryder cup. If you don't, if you don't have the fans there and that's, that's exactly what the players have been saying. So they went through this whole process and they said, you know what, it, we need to postpone it. We need to move it um, to next year at Whistling Straits in 2021 and then put the Ryder Cup back in the odd years, as you said, and the President's Cup back to the even years. So, um, you know, this was all done in conjunction with the PGA of America. It was done in conjunction with the European Tour and the PGA Tour. And uh, I think they made a great move in what they're doing. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with um, how they qualify players now. Do they freeze the points until... um, they can start uh, a little bit later after after the season stops, or like the like the European Tour is going to be doing. The PGA Tour hasn't really come out with, or the PGA of America hasn't really come out with a way to to figure that all that all that out yet. So, um, but it will be Captain Steve Stricker and it will be Captain Podrick Harrington, and uh, and when we do play it, it will be a great um, it will be a great event. Yeah, just... there will be fans there. And and it will be a great Ryder Cup. Yeah, well, we it still sucks though. I'll tell you. I mean, it's the right yeah. decision, but it sucks that this whole yeah. thing is continuing to cause so much disruption. But anyway, it is what it is. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld would love that if we watch the latest Netflix. <laughs> All right, we'll take a short break. The caddy joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. 
that's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, brought to you in part by Callaway. And the new Maverick driver, you know, a powerful supercomputer, kind of sounds like Bryson a little bit, tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And, uh, again, uh, talking about uh, Bryson and what he did last week, just mentioned the Ryder Cup being postponed. It is a drag, Bob. I'm bummed. Yep. I hate it. Uh, obviously, it was the right decision because a Ryder Cup without fans is, I mean, look, this, that's what this is all about, right? I mean, it yep. is different than the game of golf. And so to not have the fans there, you're just going to lack the intensity. Yes, great word, that the Ryder Cup has become associated with. Hey, it's time to get out with America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. And caddy joins us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, welcome to the show. And uh, did you know it's my man's 60th birthday coming up next Tuesday? So I thought I'd uh, give you a little heads up and an opportunity man, to you make me sound really old. You are really old, but that's okay. I'll get I don't there. Feel that old? That's even better. Yeah. When I first went out to caddy on tour, I remember looking at 
John Cook and Mark O'Meara, and they were probably in their early 30s, and I thought, man, those guys are kind of old. Early 30s. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it's like when, in your, when you're in your 20s. It's all relative, isn't it? You never realized yep. how young 50 or 60 was until you turned 50 or 60. And you're like, gosh, what, weren't people this age a lot older before? <laughs> it's kind of how I feel about it. It's the truth. Yeah. No doubt. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel it's 60 all, in my mind. My body may be, but no. I don't feel 60. Yeah, it's all, everything's about perspective. Everything's perspective. Got to walk in the other shoes. All right, Caddy, let's transition. As you came into this segment, we were talking about Bryson, and we were debating. And i got to ask you, you know Bryson, and I know you've spent some time with him. There's a lot of reactions to what we saw last week, and he absolutely dominated in a way that you just don't see all, all that much in golf, and he did it differently. It looks different, and so different is sort of taboo in golf. And so there's a big reaction right now. What does this mean? What is the ramifications of this? So I, I'll ask you just simply, is this something that golf should celebrate? Is this something golf should be worried about? Does something need to change because of the way he went about it? Or is this something that you just appreciate, that an athlete went and honed his body uh, to be able to, uh, uh, I guess, hone his craft in a way that uh, he was able to find pay dirt. You know, I, I mean, it was super impressive what he did. H- how do you stand on what we saw at Detroit last week? There's no question it's impressive. Uh, the impressive part, it's not just that he was able to boost his distance ability up like that. Uh, Tony Finau can probably crank it up like that. Um, it'll be interesting to me if, Tony Fina, I mean, we've seen him do it. He can he can just turn that on another twenty thirty. Be interesting to see if he tries that a little bit. I don't know if he will, but Bryson, yeah, he he did an, obviously an enormous amount of physical work to do it. Just the fact that it worked is impressive, um, and he can hit it that straight while hitting it that far. The techniques he used to do it are adopted by lots of players on the tour now. He just did it a little more extreme. Uh, you watch how Bubba does his finish and all that. It, Bryce, he's doing that basic, real uh, compress into the ground, jump up off the left foot real hard, that kind of a thing. Um, it, I call it the I call it the uh, major league baseball home run hitter swing that guys have adopted to hit it far, farther in golf, and that swing's been around forever. And Nicholas did it when he was young. Sam Snead kind of swung like that. But there's a lot that Tiger, Tiger as a young as a young player coming out did that. Um, but but he just Bryson took it a little further, um, where he's kind of like halfway between a PGA Tour player and a national long drive guy. Mm. Um, yeah. With the you know as extreme, it's getting that extreme, and he can still still hit it that straight. That's the impressive part to me is that he can somehow hit it in a, in a good shot pattern doing that. And he's done it for several weeks. Is he just in yeah. the groove? Well, he's definitely in a groove, but is the groove going to go away? I'm not seeing any evidence that the groove is going to go away. Um, this might be something that he can just play with for quite a while. Can other so, guys do that? I'd yeah. like to see someone else do it. I have my doubts that anybody else can do it with that success. Um, you're gonna have. I'm gonna have to see it to believe it. 
I know guys can crank it up and hit it longer, but can they keep it on the planet? I don't think so. I know the last national long drive guys obviously don't keep it on the planet. They're going much more extreme than he is, but he's halfway down that path. It's incredible. So think about his caddy. So, so we go in this COVID-19 thing, you know, he's hitting the ball a little, he's hitting the ball further when he comes back off of last year, you know, he's gained 20 pounds and stuff like that. We go to, we go to COVID-19, you're coming off a run of top tens and he gains 20 more pounds and he's averaging last week. He averaged 350 yards off the tee, 350, almost 351 yards off the tree. Think about his caddy, how he's had to change associating the clubs that he hits certain distances. It's got to be crazy. He's changed the whole, the numbers in his book. Yeah. I'm not sure how much longer Bryson's hitting the rest of his clubs. He's probably hitting them longer, but the, the thing there's, there's two caddies in my opinion that are the most valuable caddies the entire time I've been involved with the game. Um, as far as impacting their players and, my opinion, would their players have the same careers without their guy? No. No. And those two guys are are uh, Ted Scott, who works for Bubba, mm-hmm. and Tim, who works for Bryson. I don't think Bryson um, – could somebody else fill in for Teddy with Bubba? Maybe. It's a – there's a real comfort thing, I think, that Bubba has with Ted that Bubba really needs to perform. And Teddy really knows – I mean, Teddy knows this stuff like you can't believe. He's – Teddy's very accomplished player himself. He he knows everything, and he's a and he's just a great psychologist. And but Tim with, with Tim with Bryson, there's I can't imagine anybody else filling those shoes. There's no way, and Bryson needs that. I think those guys will always be underpaid. I don't care how well they're paid. Those two caddies, you can't pay them enough. That's interesting impressive, insight. Impressive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, they're the two as far – now, you know, obviously I don't know what everybody does for everybody. You can observe things in this and that. But I just – I think let's say, let's say they're the two hardest to replace guys for sure. And I think, I think you'd actually see their players' performance go down noticeably without those guys working for them. Wow. No, this Yeah. So going back to my original question, do you think this is something that needs to get addressed? Does it need to get fixed? Do we need to change equipment? Do we need to change golf course? I mean, or is this just, okay, let's, is it sustainable? Do you see Bryson going out and dominating, leading strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained putting week in, week out because he hits it so far, he's hitting wedges closer to the green, making more putts, and uh, it becomes an unfair advantage. I don't want to mean unfair, but seemingly it's it's changing the game to the point where some changes need to be made. Much like Augusta, Tiger did the change to Tiger-proof the course, right, back in 04 or 05. Do you see something like that, you know, being a reaction to what Bryson's done? Bob, do you know if I stated this, how accurate is this statement? That's what Jack, when Jack Nicklaus came out on tour, he was basically doing what Bryson's doing right now yeah. when he was 20 years old. Absolutely. He was that much long. He was that much longer. He drove it in the rough and he wedged on the green and he didn't care. A lot. I think that's what I'd always heard. So, Maybe Bryson's just the rebirth of how Jack played when he came out 
as a 20 year old and did it for a while. Um, so that would say, no, you were, you know, did they start jack proofing golf courses back then? I don't think so. Um, everything worked out. Okay. What's happened though, obviously we've had this incredible trend for distance game. Um, the, I think the most interesting part about it is not that guys have gained distance, but the spread between longer and shorter hitters has gone crazy. It used to be 30 yards. Now it's 50 or 60 or 70. With Bryson, it might be 60. Um, think about Bryson versus, you know, somebody, one of the shorter hitters on tour. It's probably 60 yards. We saw that in um, Troy Merritt last week. Well, it's not like Troy's hitting at 320 and he's getting blown off the golf course. Yeah, he got beat Let's by 400 yards like over the 12 holes that he would hit driver off of. Yeah, and he's hitting it three, and he's hitting it over 300. By the way, it's not like he's butting it out there 260. <laughs> I look, I'm watching every hole. Okay, so Troy hit that one 312. Bryson's 30 yards faster. <laughs> it's just comical. But yeah, if um, you don't think there's some some teenagers lifting weights hard right now, they gotta be playing golf that's what i was saying sure guarantee it so let's see what happens over the next few years is it something that if other guys can begin to adopt this it's really going to be i i will vote that very few people will be successful doing what bryson did Mm. i'm going to say he's going to be a real exception will there be somebody else who could do this maybe but i got to see it I got to see it to believe somebody else could actually do this. And I'm not talking about hitting it far because there's plenty of guys. There's probably 50 guys on the, on the corn Ferry tour right now who can blow it by most of the guys on the tour, but you got to put it somewhat in play most of the time too. That's, it's not like it's just going all over the place. It's, it's, it's going in a pretty narrow area. I, you heard Justin Thomas say that he commented how about half his drives, you can throw a blanket over that are flying 320, 330. That's pretty scary. I just, can anybody else do that? I, I, I got to see it to believe it. And can Bryson sustain that too? That's the other thing. Look, I, I well, get it. Yeah, he's hot right yeah. now, but can he sustain that? I don't know. Yeah. I got to see it to believe well, it too. Yeah. You look at, you look at guys, <clears throat> most of the guys who hit it real far and play good golf are not solidly muscularly put together like Bryson is right now. They're more long and loose like Dustin Johnson. Right. So this, the, the muscle swing, which that is to some degree, I mean, there's still a lot of flexibility in that, in that move, but obviously it's a lot of muscle. Um, that, that's enough. That's a, a super, obviously a, a move that Bubba's golf swing. Look at Bubba. He probably can't lift a 10 pound bucket over his head. He's not, he's, he's, he's not strong. He, He's got great leverage, great flexibility, things like that. But I, 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 I find it hard to believe that Bubba's that strong. And it's just a different way of moving the club. Mm. And you can do that when you're young and strong and athletic. But is, is Bryson going to be basically an NFL player who can't do this anymore when he's 29 or 30 years old or 31 years old? Because you do lose your strength, speed, and all that as you get a little older. You just do. All right, there you go, Caddy, man. We appreciate it. Uh, good insights, and, yeah, I guess we'll see how he continues to play. He'll be back up at Memorial along with Tiger next week, so uh, we were tuning in and see what these guys can do. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again real soon. 
Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. Show continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back to real golf radio brian taylor bob casper thanks for joining us appreciate the caddy uh, for his insights, pretty cool stuff there as we talked about Bryson and his bruising and bashing and just bravado and the way he tore apart Detroit Golf Club and picked up his sixth win on the PGA Tour. But, hey, just six, no majors. We'll see. He returns next week alongside Tiger Woods at Memorial, and we'll see how he continues this. I, I, I It's going to be interesting for sure. Speaking of interesting, Keith Clearwater. Um, joins us coming up here on the back nine, hour number two. This guy that knows a little something about beefing up, you know, uh, bulking up. He did so in his career, and he also spent some time with Bryson 
at Colonial. So we'll get his insights, plus Jaime Diaz from Golf Channel. It's all coming up on the back nine next. Thanks for joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The U.S. Supreme Court issuing split decisions involving two cases concerning efforts to see President Trump's financial records. This morning, the high court announced that it had ruled 7-2 to in one case that New York City prosecutors can see the president's tax records. A grand jury had subpoenaed the records while investigating alleged hush money payments the president supposedly made to two women to keep extramarital affairs a secret. In the second decision, the high court ruled against House Democrats who been seeking the president's fiscal records that were first requested after his former personal lawyer Michael Cohen testified that he'd manipulated the value of Trump's assets for the president's personal gain. That was also a 7-2 to two ruling, and it sends the case back to a lower court so it can further review concerns about separation of powers. This is USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy forms and availability vary by state. As the White House says President Trump wants to see kids back in school this fall, despite the coronavirus pandemic, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, Randy Weingarten, is sharing thoughts and saying that teachers are not going to take any risks with children or fellow faculty members, whatever the president says. The president trying to ignore research and science or trying to pressure the CDC to change that science is not okay. Weingarten was speaking on NBC's Today Show. First-time unemployment claims are down again week to week, but still above a million. Initial claims totaling 1.3 million last week, 99,000 fewer than the week before. However, the Labor Department says while the number of new claims keeps going down, nearly 33 million Americans are still claiming benefits largely because of COVID-19. This is USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. 
U.S. House Minority Leader Republican Kevin McCarthy says he is glad to attend the Republican National Convention, which is to be held next month, despite coronavirus cases surging in Jacksonville, Florida, where the event is supposed to take place. Speaking with reporters, the California Republican said that RNC has been meeting daily to make sure that the convention is conducted in a safe manner. McCarthy says it will probably look different than it has in the past, but he says everyone will stay safe. It comes after several Senate Republicans have stated that they won't attend, some breaking from the Trump administration for the first time. Those not attending include Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, Tennessee Senator Lamar Alexander, Utah Senator Mitt Romney, and Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski. Crews have been painting the words Black Lives Matter outside Trump Tower in New York. City workers began painting the mural this morning on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. The New York Post is reporting Mayor Bill de Blasio is on hand to watch the work in person. President Trump has criticized the project, saying it denigrates Fifth Avenue. And tickets go on sale today for Walt Disney World in Orlando. It's selling tickets to its theme parks and accepting hotel reservations, despite Florida still having a coronavirus surge. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please... Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The Second Nine. The finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. And by the way, a very happy birthday coming up on Tuesday to my man Bob Casper, 6-0. And I fully expect you to shoot your age in this year. You've got 12 months, pal, to shoot a 60 out there. I want to see it, man. Shoot your age. I got more than 12 months. I got 24 or 36 or 48 to do that. Not to shoot 60. Well, I guess you shoot 60, you still break your age, right? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I don't want you cheapening it by doing it next year at 61. I mean, come on, let's be real. You got to shoot 60. That would cheapen it, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. 
The Caddy joining us on uh, hour number one. Still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, Keith Clearwater. It's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. He was Rookie of the Year when he came out. Also, Bob spent some time caddying for him, and they're going to reminisce a little bit from uh, that year. But also anxious to get Keith's insights about what Bryson is doing with his body. You know, one of the things about Keith is he got really into bulking up and strength, and it was something that that he really chased. And if you ask a lot of critics, that was a little bit played into, I should say, his downfall in his game and and yeah. some of the um, success that he that he had early on. It, it, many people think that that it hindered him by chasing that bulkiness. So I'm anxious to get his thoughts on what he has seen here with Bryson. Yeah, you know, um, I can remember in caddying for him, we would go to the gym every night. Um, he'd work hard. I'd work hard. And uh, it was just something, it was part of our routine, part of, our, of something we did every every week when we were out on tour and and week after week after week. You know, I traveled with him alone or traveled with he, he and his family, and, and, and it was a great experience. But, you know, I... I I can't fault him for what he did. Um, uh, he he played some he's played some phenomenal golf, and uh, it was fun being along and being able to caddy for him. and And uh, he's a good friend. He's a really good friend. Oh, he's a great guy. He, if you know him, you love him. And uh, I'm anxious to get his thoughts. He also spent some time with Bryson at Colonial yep. uh, earlier this season. So anxious to see what he thinks about that. Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joins us as well. We'll get his take. And, you know, one of the things that is being bannered about is what, the reaction to Bryson, not only winning last week, but the fashion in which he did. Right. And the right. way he was able to dismantle Detroit Golf Club and take lines that you would never consider. And that led to a lot of wedges in his hands, which led to a lot of close putts, which led to him leading the field in strokes gained putting. So, you know, you, for the first time, you have a win on the PGA Tour leading strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained putting. So it's yep. pretty interesting. We'll, we'll get all of those takes and talk about it next here as we begin hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology. So you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing... 
we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer, it's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right welcome back to the show brian taylor bob casper with you thanks for joining us here on real golf radio really pleased to welcome in our next guest who has ties to, to both of us but most specifically to uh, my partner here, Bob Casper. You've heard him talk about the time on the bag with Keith Clearwater. Of course, he was Rookie of the Year. His uh, rookie year is two-time winner on the PGA Tour. And a guy that knows a little something about chasing some muscle out there before it was kosher, <laughs> before Bryson, uh, Tiger, some of these other guys uh, made it popular and, and uh, the thing to do, the, the soup du jour. Uh, Keith was a little bit out of his element, but plus – my partner here, Bob, turns 60 years young next week, and I thought it might be fun to have Keith share some fun stories about Bob as well. We welcome in Keith Clearwater to the show. Keith, how are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. Good to be with you guys. Two dear friends. It's fun. Well, this is great to have you for sure. And uh, So you kind of heard the intro uh, to that. Before we get into Bryson, let's... Let's talk a little bit about Bob. Uh, you know, the, Bob tells the story all the time about how you picked him up uh, as a caddy in San Diego and then made him just keep going. And you guys, you guys did okay, huh? Best year of my life in golf. He knows that. If we if we putted the ball a little better, we might have won four or five times that year. I think didn't we have ten top ten finishes, Bobby? No, we had twelve. It was crazy. Oh, 12. It was pretty fun. There you go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just every week we were in contention. Bobby's just. I mean, obviously the experience he had with his dad for years and then having him, I mean, Bobby can beat me most of the time. So he knows how to play golf. He knows how to read greens. And that combination for me was real settling. And we just seldomly misread a putt. We made great choices and we went around the golf course easy. And uh, my biggest uh, mistake was not paying him double what he deserved the next year. (laughs) I agree. Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) truly. Truly, it was uh, just one of those fun years. Uh, picked him up at San Diego because my caddy didn't know how to wake up. And, uh, you know, I have to get Bobby, who's, you know, a father, responsible, smart, good player on the bag. And you've got another guy who wants to be out at night. Uh, what a difference. What a contrast. And we just, you know, and one of my dear friends, it was, uh, it was a privilege to have Bobby. I mean, he was just sharp. And, and every single thing we did was good. We just yeah. had one of those great years and uh, had a lot of fun. 
uh, yeah, he started in San Diego and we never looked back. I wouldn't let him quit. I said, sorry, you you got to figure out something with your family because <laughs> I got to have you. You're, you just offered too much. I forget where we finished in San Diego, but we did nicely. And, uh, and we just meshed well. I mean, it was just a fun thing. And, you know, one of the side benefits for Bobby, he, he decided to get on this super diet and eat well. I think he was down all the way to 167 or something at the end of our year, which was uh, pretty fun. I mean, he was in, he, he looked pre-college. He was a cute <laughs> little skinny guy. <laughs> so a lot of fun to have Bobby. But so many, that was, there's just so many memories from that year that are all good. And I cherished that time with him. I still, you know, what a dear friend to do that for me and actually help my career. It was one. Of all my right. All right. Jeez. Okay. We all love Bob, but you got to have some fun you story. You got to, di- you got to, you got to dish some dirt somewhere along the way. Right. I just don't have any. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I don't, my brain doesn't think that way. I mean, I think everything's wonderful all the time when it's even maybe not perfect. So, uh, I just remember the good with Bobby, and there was a lot of it. And, uh, in fact, uh, if I just had a good sponsor, I would pay him whatever he wanted to go out on the Champions Tour and help <laughs> me get some wins out there. So. Well, <laughs> anyway. all right. I thought you at least have some fun story, like, hey, Bob was – you know, carrying the, you know, like, you know, like Stevie, you know, Stevie Williams dropped a wedge in the water one time. And, you know, I mean, everyone's had their little faux pas as a caddy. I just thought maybe there was some, some good thing that Bob well, doesn't remember. We could have some fun with him. I wish there was some truth to that. I can't think of one. He was, he was more all over it than I was. So, uh, anyhow, no mistakes made. Uh, the only ones were me getting frustrated with my own game, not him. See now, Keith. I know why you didn't make it out there for so long on tour because you, you're you're blaming yourself. You always blame someone else, and especially the caddy. I mean, our caddy that joins us every week on the show, he'll tell you that it's always the caddy's fault. You know, it's it's never the player's fault. So you're owning up to it. That was well, the problem. Well, no, I'm sure in the moment I blamed him for yardages <laughs> or misjudging a, a pot or whatever. I wasn't I wasn't perfect in taking all the responsibility. Okay. believe me. But but, uh, right. but having but having said that, okay, we were in contention, like he said, we finished top top ten twelve times during the year, and I remember the first one where we really had a chance was at Doral, um, and that was the yeah. third week I caddied for him, and the shots that he was able to hit with the pressure on. When my heart's pounding out of my chest, just as the caddy alone, the shots Keith was able to hit, um, the the scores we were able to shoot, and how close we came to being able to have a chance to win that golf tournament was pretty fun. It was always great to feel those to feel those emotions and those feelings, and really kind of fired you up and wanted me wanted to play myself again harder and better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we did. The one thing that stood out at Doral, and it wasn't even televised, I was shocked. We made the most all-world par on 18 on the final day on Sunday. Do you remember? We were yep. in the right trees. I tried yep. to punch it through. It shot out into the 10th or the first fairway. First fairway. And we hit, a, we hit a five iron that almost went in and was about 12 feet, and then we made the putt for par, which tied us with couples for second behind Floyd. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was an all-world wind-blowing five iron for your third shot in anyhow that was a fun <laughs> fun little moment walking off that green to get away with four and then we should have won the next week but Corey pavin slam dunked it and he and freddie beat how him about that out. and we don't make the putt on 18 and everyone yep. said it broke you know we played it correctly so 
we had some near misses there. It would have been nice to go win-win and uh, would have helped us all in the pocketbook at that time for sure. <laughs> no doubt. It's amazing what a win will do, right? Or two. Yeah. So, no question. <clears throat> hey, Keith Clearwater joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, Keith, uh, and thank you for sharing some stories. And I know you and Bob are dear friends, and, and uh, we, we appreciate you you know being, and, and you've been on the show many times, and we love having you on. I, I wanted to ask you, you had a chance to play with Bryson earlier this year. And you were a little ahead of your time with uh, with with the, the the way you chased your body and the strength and bulking up. Talk a little bit about what you saw out of Bryson and any similarities or differences to the way you went about it to what he's doing right now. He listen. I went to his. We played all day on Tuesday. Uh, watched him hit shots. We'll talk about this. It's it's unmatched. We went to his home, had dinner, watched him train it's a whole different world than what I was doing. I truly lifted for life. He's training for golf. I, I just wanted, I just believed I had time in the evening. I wanted to stay in shape and I didn't actually do it all right. Uh, I, my speed never, I never gained much distance, much speed. I didn't truly know what I was doing to train for speed. I was training for strength and, uh, and I got stronger and I was fit. And to this day, it's a benefit to my body and my health, but sure. Nothing like this guy. This guy, okay, he is, he's not changing the game for himself. He's completely changing golf. We went out and he had a foresight monitor on every shot he hit, even chipping everything in the practice round. Every drive carried between 341 and 362. Every drive, 341 to 362 carried. Practice round, he's ripping it, but he was in places you can't even conceive of at Colonial. We went to the driving range after, hit fairly close. I watched McElroy hit balls. He's impressive, but it's an entirely different league to watch the ball come off uh, Bryson's face. It's not even close. He can carry Rory by 35 yards. Carry. Rory's carrying it about 320, 315. He can carry it 360. It's just a it's just so different. Uh, his meals. I mean, I thought he was going to be, I, my thing, I, I'm a big supplement guy. I wanted to hear what he was taking. He just pounds food, really clean food. And every meal he has two huge 40, uh, 40 gram protein shakes. The ones, (laughs) not that they're pre-made. So he sits down, drinks one as his liquid with the meal. And then when he's all done, he chucks another one. So he's taking an 80 grams three times a day. And, uh, and his training is out of this world. He's working with uh, a guy out of Denver. Uh, the Mannings have all worked with him. He's kind of what kept Peyton in the game. It's this, uh, it's bat training, uh, ballistic. Uh, I forget, I forget what right. the, anyhow, but it's, uh, it's a training for strengthening your muscles and how to do it and how to get response out of them. And, uh, he's doing it. Listen, I totally messed up my colonial experience this year. We went to his house on Tuesday night. Uh, he's doing torso rotation and sets it full stack and just pumps out 15. And I get on there and I, you know, typically can be in pretty, I couldn't move it. Couldn't move <laughs> it. And, and I got back, I sat back down again and I could move it maybe, oh, about five, six inches, five, six inches. I did about three of them. And then he pulls the thing out and takes off about, oh, 60, 70 pounds. And I did 15 hard ones just to kind of the next day I was a little sore. I woke up on Thursday for the tournament and I literally couldn't take it back past 
you know, P5, P4, you know, right in my backswing. I could, I could take it back about uh, a half turn. I couldn't hit it past 250 in the tournament. I, it was just, I was completely like shut down from that little bit of what he's doing. Uh, you know, he's, he's making it look so simple. He just gets on there and pounds it out. And he's right now ordering more weights for all his machines because he's maxing them all out. Uh, he's so strong, it's, it's off the charts. But his ball comes off with a whole different sound. The game of golf will never be the same. It's, I can't wait to see him at Memorial where Jack's watching, you know, very strategic bunkering and placement of things. Uh, he'll blow it over, right over the bunker on 18. It's not even there. I mean, he'll hit a high draw and he'll have wedge in. He'll, uh, I mean, we could go through the holes. People don't know, obviously, the golf course in the way we yeah. do. But, but there'll be, there'll be seven obsolete holes at Jack's golf course. He carries it so far. It's, it's shocking. He's a long drive guy playing on the PGA Tour and hits it dead straight. It comes off dead straight. He, this isn't some like kind of cool, neat little nichey thing, and he's gained some length, and we'll see how he does. He, uh, he and he's a very good putter, but he'll dominate the game because of his distance. He's going to have wedge into every single hole. He'll have mid mid to short iron into most of the par five. Wow, that's some interesting stuff. Keith, I want to get more of your insights. we got to take a short break. Hang with us through this commercial spot. We'll come back, continue our conversation with Keith Clearwater right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, 
sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you by the new Callaway Chrome Soft X 2020. The golf ball that received five out of five stars on the Golf Digest hot list. Gold star. You got to check it out. It's a game changer. The new Chrome Soft X 2020 from Callaway, the number one driver in golf. And uh, we appreciate you being with us. Continuing now, our conversation with Keith Clearwater. You know, we've seen DJ, we've seen Brooks, we've seen Rory. All those guys are bombers, you know, bomb and gougers, that kind of thing. Um, now you've got a guy that 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 takes it past them, um, a guy that's put on 40 pounds of muscle in the last, what, six, eight months um, that is just absolutely killing it and stuff. It's It's not necessarily the ball or the driver or the condition of the golf course. It's the athlete now. And, and, and Absolutely. I think, what do you, what do you think about, about everybody and what they're saying about ball and, and club and all that kind of stuff? Well, you know, nobody, the athlete has improved so dramatically. Nobody swung at these club head speeds. So you really have to look at the club head speed he's generating. That's changing yeah. the game. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Ball club, you know, all those things are, are impacting the total distance. But he's doing things. He's swinging it so much faster than anybody ever swung it. That's just more athletes in the game now. You know, if you look, what's so crazy is just four years ago, the average ball speed on tour was 165. Now the average is what, 174 or 173? It's gone up like seven, eight miles an hour ball speed in just four years. So nearly everyone that comes out now hits it farther. But Bryson's just taken it to a level – I'll tell you what, these guys, DJ, who's played with him, Phil, I, I played a practice round with Phil as well. And uh, Phil's just like, it's Phil's bombing it. But again, Bryson's a whole nother level. It's just a whole nother thing. I mean, I, I wish I, I wish we had time to go around golf courses that the, your listeners understood, but he's making so many courses obsolete. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch what the creators, designers of golf courses and, you know, what people are going to do. They're going to jump and yell at the ball and the, and the club, but he's still going to have that club head speed. The only thing you could do is make the golf ball spin more. That makes it harder to control at those high speeds. That's the only thing in my mind and in some of the top minds of golf, you know, when they talk, they say, Spin's got to increase, so it's harder to control it at those high speeds. Mm. Uh, you know, 
just so the ball wants to go offline more and makes it harder to just, you know, go crazy at it. You watch him swing and he, you know, he's just out of control. It's just coming off so hard. It's, <laughs> it's just true. It's shocking to sit there and watch. I mean, I'm not short. I mean, I hit it. I, he flies me by 80 yards. Mm. I can carry it about 285 and he can carry it 365. You know, it's interesting. Wow. <laughs> Last week when he won at the, at the rocket, um, mortgage event. He played in the final round with Troy Merritt and Troy Merritt, yes. you know, is a good friend. He comes on the show a lot, that kind of thing. Brian, he grew up with Brian, Brian's dad or, or Troy's dad was a coach on Brian's basketball team in Idaho. And Troy played with him. And on the 14 drivable holes, Bryson outdrove him by over 400 yards. Think about that. An entire you're golf spotting a guy. You're yeah. spotting a guy uh, an entire 400 yard par four. Yeah, which is going to be a par oh, three yeah. the way it's going. Keith Clearwater joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Keith, we're a little bit short on time, but I, I, let me just ask you: from all the things that you described and what you've seen, uh, and we are all a little bit, um, you know, wide, eyes wide open right now. What he's done. Do you see him being able to sustain it? One and two. Do you think it's bad for golf? Do you think it's good for golf? Do you think we just sit back and admire what an athlete has been able to do in honing his craft? Where do you sit on just your reaction to what you've seen? I think a great answer to that is what the tour pros are all all are mentioning. They are so respectful of the of the incredible ethic, work ethic he has, and the energy and the effort he's putting into changing the game. This isn't, this isn't just, hey, all of a sudden you know, it happened overnight. He's put in eight months of training that no one else is willing to do. So I think, and I've heard Kistner and others just say, you know, he needs to have a family and some kids because <laughs> nobody has that kind of time. And it's really true. He is putting in a, an effort that no one else can touch. He's going to change the game. It's exciting to watch. I think it's good for the game. I think it's going to – listen, these guys are shocked that are playing with him that are getting DJ being hit, having it hit by him 20, 30 yards. I mean, all the, it's kind of like – if you remember when Norman and Tiger – Tiger came out, Norman was the main guy. And, uh, and right when he came out, and it just deflated Norman. Norman could hit it by everybody, was the longest hitter, was kind of the dominant macho you know, Superman out there. Tiger came out and blew it by him 30 yards and it just shrunk him. And I think it'll shrink some of these super mega drivers and power guys that all of a sudden they're not even close. And I think it's going to have an effect psychologically on some of these guys who are so used to having nobody hit it by him to where this guy just dominates them. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting thing to watch. I, I love watching, and I'm going to love watching how it evolves because uh, I think a lot of these guys are going to realize there is more distance to get. Yeah, I bomb at 315, 320. There's more. And more is going to be better you know, in golf. Mm. It just is. It's just it's going that way. Uh, yeah, the only defense, again, will be a more spinny golf ball that requires greater precision at high speed. It's the only way to fix it. Um, but does it so, need fixing? Uh, that's the question, Keith. Does it need fixing? Uh, that's a great question. I think I think there'll be concerns with, like, we're going to see things 
tune in. I hope to be with you guys at Augusta now that it's bumped back because 15, he'll literally hit a driver wedge in. 13, he'll hit a driver wedge in. 10, he'll hit a driver wedge in. 9, he'll blow it over all the trees left and have a little sand wedge in. 8, he'll have 6 iron in. It's, it's, you'll want to go out and watch because it's, it's going to destroy. Literally, he can hit it, and he hits it straight up. He can hit it over on 13, over that corner, yeah. literally almost into 14 fairway. Uh, it, he'll hit it so far and around the corner that it takes all the stuff left out. They, they will be moving that back and using that new piece of ground they bought. <laughs> yeah. Number t- number, you know, so, you know, you think about also number two. You know, if he can drive it down on oh, that downslope, think about how far that ball is going to go down that hill. Oh, that bunker is not even there on the right. That's so protective. You know, that you've got to fly at 315 to carry it. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll fly right over. So he has more room, right? He doesn't have to fit it into that little gap. He'll fly it over the bunker, right? And, and you'd be able to shape it back to, it's just crazy. He'll drive it on three. You know, yeah, it's, it's just, and it's just, lengthened it back know, on five, two, and he'll just drive it right over the bunkers left there. Come on. Right over him. No, right over him. You, you'll be shocked where, where, what he's capable of doing. Uh, so to your question, Brian, I think it's a really exciting time to watch what happens with the creators of designers of golf courses, how they lay them out, manufacturers, other players. Will they step up and try to do the same thing? There's a lot going on with the dis- disruption he's created. A lot going on in a lot of different areas in the game of golf. So there's going to be, this is opening up. I mean, again, there's probably seven areas we could talk to what, how this has affected those areas in the game. And it's going to be an interesting dialogue, especially for you guys to pick apart that over time and, and see what people are doing to kind of counteract this or, you know, what will they do? Will they, like your question, will they even try to counteract it? Will they just let it go? Will, will other guys step up? Will golf, will they start designing bunkers, you know, at the three thirty, three forty yeah. spot? Yeah. To, you know, yeah. all those things are in play now. So it'll be just a fun thing to watch. I think it's more exciting than ever to watch Babe Ruth hit home runs. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just oh, really fun. Man. Well, hopefully uh, while he's working on his body and his game, he can work on his uh, PR a little bit too and endear <laughs> himself a little bit more to the golf fans. But um, anyway, that's beside it, the point. It's, it's such a shame because he's really an amazing kid. He, he just kind of gets off now and then. But he's, if you sat with him, and t- you'd really like him. Uh, he, he's young and he's learning, and I, and I think he's trying to do better all the time. But you're right, you know. He's just an amazing kid. Next thing you know, Tony Finau is going to start taking three quarterback swings instead of halfback swings to try to keep <laughs> up with him. So, um, well, yeah. you you may see him go back to more of a power game, seeing how that dominant that dominant sense can really help you. Uh, I just I, and he can do that. Tony can do. He that. has that gear. Yeah, he he dialed it back in order to try to be more consistent, right? So it's kind of interesting. Yes, he. he you're great, great thought, and I'll bet you he's thinking about that. He can get 200 mile an hour ball speed, and I think I think he should. I think he should play that more. It's it's anyhow, it's game changing when you can. 
Keith, thanks so much for taking some time, man. We appreciate it. The little extended conversation. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I do hope that we're hanging out in Augusta this November because yep. I, for one, am going through withdrawals having not been there in April. So it's uh, we're already a few months overdue for, for me having a little uh, taste of Augusta, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, you guys. Well, we love you. You're good guys. I love your show. Thanks for having me. Anytime. I love being a part of what you guys are doing. Yeah, you got it. We'll do it again. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Okay. Have a great night. All right, you too. There you go. Keith Clearwater joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Wow, some really good insights and a lot to talk about off of what just what Keith was saying there. I'll get your thoughts on it as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flash Face SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com.
You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Really appreciate Keith Clearwater for stopping by and sharing his thoughts on uh, Bryson and, and what he expects. I'll tell you, there's a lot to digest there for sure. And, you know, again, Keith, a guy that that spent a lot of time in the gym. And uh, he, he he was amazed at how much Bryson's able to do and how strong he is uh, for a guy that's uh, been a lifelong pursuit of, of strength and fitness himself. So it, it is interesting. And to kind of break that down and digest a little bit more, uh, we welcome in our next guest. Really pleased to have a, a senior golf writer and just one of the, the great guys in, in the golf media business. And you'll see him on Golf Channel right now as well. Jaime Diaz joining us. Jaime, how are you? I'm great, Brian. How are you? Good. Is it good to be back in the studio a little bit? I mean, you you guys were rocking the Zoom thing as much as everybody for a while, and, and that's a that's a challenge in and of itself, huh? Yeah. Even though uh, you know it's a limited team right now, still in the studio, uh, it is good to get back, and um, eventually everybody will get back in there. But it's it's gradual because of the environment when we're in right now. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about um, what's gone on so far as far as the PGA Tour um, playing players? playing events um no no fans um we just heard also that that next week which was going to be a week where they had fans uh for jack's event um that we're not going to have fans next week as well yeah bob i i think on balance the tour's done a great job uh obviously there are going to be there are going to be positive uh tests and there's going to be uh issues about the quarantine and all these things it's pretty fluid you know, it's amazing, but we're still learning a lot about this virus scientifically. Uh, and I do trust that the tour is getting the latest information and using science. And the players themselves seem to have a lot of faith in the situation, which I think is important because they're not out there playing grudgingly. They're out there playing willingly and, and competitively. And I think they feel like they're in their, in their zone, which I think comes across on, on a television screen. Uh, it's a good product. Uh, you know, I, Obviously, the fans are, are vital to the future of the game and and and, and living excitement. But it's interesting to watch on television for me, just because it kind of takes me back to you know early days uh, growing up watching golf on TV when there were a lot of canned shows like CBS Golf Classic or All Star Golf, even Shell's Wonderful Golf. Even though they had spectators, yeah. there weren't a lot of a lot of times we're in a vacuum almost. And you really got in. I felt like you were almost thinking with the player. You were in the player's head because it was such an intimate kind of situation when there were microphones on the players. So I think there's some of that coming back, uh, in the, at least for the near term, and it's not all bad. Um, I, 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 I think we miss the fans, but the intimacy is almost a, a, a bonus that, that almost compensates for it. So I think they've done very well. I, I know there was a lot of questioning early, when, especially at Hartford, where there were, I think, three or four or maybe five positives. But everything was handled logically and reasonably, and, there haven't been outbreaks. Of course, if there is, then you got to reassess again. But I think so far, so good. Jaime Diaz joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You know, if, if anything, if COVID could somehow knock out the Baba Booey mashed potato yeller <laughs> uh, guy fan, if, if it could somehow do that, that would be one positive from this, huh? 
Well, it's done it <laughs> temporarily anyway. <laughs> I don't no. think any of the cameramen are going about <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. That's a good point. All right, so well, let's let's use the scientific. You, you mentioned science, and uh, that that's a good segue into Bryson DeChambeau because the, it's almost like you know the scientist went into his lab and has emerged. We we've known he's got kind of quirky things, you know, all same length shafts and unique looking swing and that type of thing. But then he, he steps out like. Captain America here or an NFL lineman or something. I mean, just, uh, just massive. And you think, what, what is going on? And, and yet he has been the most consistent in his return and it all capped off with a win last week. What, what's your reaction to what you saw last week in Detroit and, and so far in the return of uh, the new big or bigger Bryson DeChambeau? Well, highly impressed because I don't think it's random. I don't think it's haphazard. It's been a plan. It's been an experiment. It's been a really controlled environment that he has, Worked on his body, worked on his diet, worked on his golf swing, worked on his equipment, put it all together. It's, it's a huge risk. As you know, anybody who tries to get longer on tour historically has generally gotten worse uh, or at least lost something that re- required a lot of, uh, you know, compensation and work to, to make right. Uh, you don't see many guys get longer uh, without having swing problems. And so, first of all, I thought it was incredibly daring and, uh, and pretty brave of, of Bryson to do this. It shows that he really wants, he's really playing for the whole facility as good as he can be. And not just, you know, cause he, he's already won five times before, you know, last week, you know, with the old swing and, and the old uh, approach. So, you know, he had a very viable tour, tour career and it was, there was no need to change in terms of him being successful, but to be great. And that's what I admire is that he's going after real greatness here. And, I think in the process, you know, Bob and Brian, I think he's, he's possibly changing the game uh, in terms of how it's going to be played on tour. We already know about Bob and Gouge and how that's been evolving throughout the history. BJ probably was the breakthrough guy hitting driver a lot, and quite straight, but not always in the fairway, and learning that there's a better percentage to play to play with a wedge from the rough than it was perhaps from an eight or seven iron from the middle of the fairway. And I think that's what Bryson's done. He studied the strokes gain stats and all the data and shot length. And he said, this is where the advantage can most be gained with length, as long as I'm not crazy wild. And he's not. He's quite straight. No. Yeah. And so that, that has made the strategy, I think, of everybody who's watching, including every tour player and all the good college players and all the aspiring juniors, and they're looking at that going, that's the way to play. Until proven otherwise. Uh, I think right now it's off to a great start. Bryce, what's interesting about Bryson, too, he's going to take it to the limit. He may end up weighing 270. And, and playing with uh, longer shafts and doing all kinds of things that increase distance. He may feel like distance is, there's no uh, diminishing returns. You go as far as you go with it. Uh, and maybe that's true. Uh, but I think, frankly, I think he's also talked about his wedges and he knows it's a, it's a game of being well-rounded as well. And his wedges are subpar compared to the kind of player he is. So I think he'll attack that late uh, soon. Uh, I did want to mention, you know, I, I grew up in the same area as Keith Clearwater and, I used to, I saw Keith on tour and I remember his, his grand experiment and you know, it, it was a complicated issue. I don't think he thinks he failed physically. He thinks that other factors putting among them really were his downfall, but uh, I'm sure he had some really interesting thoughts about Bryson. You know, you, you even said, um, you even talked about putting. One of the things that was phenomenal about his putting last week was he was, his strokes gained was almost eight shots in, in his putting. So um, you know, he's worked himself up to about number 12 in the world in putting. And so not not only is he 
he taking advantage of that extra length. But I'll tell you what, he's making a lot more putts. And when you do that, you're going to do what he's done the last four weeks and um, continue that top 10 string and, and end up with a win. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, a, you know, a crazy comparison. He reminds me of Tiger. But not, not in terms of his total ability. Tiger, you know, once in a generation, once in a century talent. Maybe Virginia will prove us to be proved to be something like that. But I think of the great improvers, you know, someone like Tom Kite, DJ, guys who constantly, you know, just grinded at every little mm-hmm. increment of improvement and never settled. And that it takes incredible drive. It's re- it's pretty rare. I mean, even in number one players, it's it's rare. And Bryson's got it. And I think that's what makes him so fascinating because, you know, he's just not going to settle. He's never going to settle. He's going to keep pushing. He may end up self-destructing. But I think what he's done so far shows that it's really admirable that uh, he's taken this risk and, and made it pay off. Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You mentioned Tiger, and he returns to Muirfield next week. It's been a long time. We did see him in the match. Uh, but outside of that, we got to go back to Genesis uh, back in Los Angeles in February. So what what is your expectations for Tiger next week at a venue where he's won five times and he loves it, but uh, we just haven't seen him play some competitive golf for a while? Well, it's such a cliche by this time, but you know, as long as his health is there, um, I think, again, he, his greatness is still accessible, not maybe in the same way with quite as much power golf, but with precision golf and well-rounded golf and great competitive mind, all those things that made him great. He's lost whatever, 15 yards maybe, 10 yards, and now guys are getting longer, so he's going to he get paired with Bryson. It'll be funny to watch you know, Tiger Woods be 40 <laughs> yards behind or 30 yards behind. But I do feel like this break, all things being equal, has been great because he certainly was – having some, you know, issues physically uh, in, in March and April, we expected him obviously to be really ready for the Masters and peaking in March and it wasn't happening. And so this was a break in terms of, I think, you know, giving him a chance to really get his body right and recover and be strong and healthy. And when he's like that and he's enthused, I don't, you know, I think his swing mechanics issues, whatever they have been, he's always experimental a lot. And there were moments when, you know, periodic months maybe of transition when he didn't play well, I, I think those days are over. I, I think he knows what he's got now, and, and he's not going to mess around with it too much. So I think it's easier for him to lock in with his golf swing quickly as long as the body, you know, cooperates. When he can't, when he can't move right, the swing's not very good, and he loses power and he loses, uh, you know, precision of contact, all kinds of things. But when the body is, you know, and we saw it at Augusta, it clicked in. Uh, we saw it at Zozo especially. Uh, that was a master class, you know. We saw it at the mm-hmm. President's Cup uh, at, at Royal Melbourne. Um, so I look for him, to, and he's won at Memorial, obviously. It, it, it's not overpoweringly long. It's, it's, it's an accuracy-oriented course, I think, even though Jack you know, would like to make it longer or have it play longer. And so I look for a good finish. I, you know, he can talk about rust, and maybe the putter doesn't quite um, you know, respond week to week as well as it used to. But when he's on, I mean, uh, I think he's, he's top three in the world. And maybe coming down the stretch on a Sunday, he's the very best player in the world when he's playing well. So we've got about a minute left, in, um, but I wanted to ask you about the Ryder Cup being postponed, and, and does that have any bearing or effect on majors going forward the rest of the year? Well, you know, it does. It's sort of a harbinger, possibly. I hope not. But it, we're talking about something greater than golf. We're talking about, you know, this pandemic and, and what it's going to do. If it continues to spread and the outbreak doesn't, you know, desist a little, I think every sports event and every golf event is, is, is more in jeopardy. 
despite the best laid plans. I mean, the tour has a very good system. It's, it's proven itself well over these last few weeks. But if we have a big outbreak, and especially in a big metropolitan area like, like Wingfoot uh, in New York, it, it could possibly, you know, postpone again or even cancel the tournament. Uh, I think the farther out they are, the better. Uh, we have the Masters this year, no, no open championship. So, you know, after Harding, um, you know, and, and again, Harding is somewhat problematic. Uh, Northern California hasn't been as bad as Southern California, and there's not going to be fans for sure. So um, I, I worry about Wingfoot only because if, if the coronavirus continues to spread and get worse, I think in New York area would be a place where it would really be a difficult place to hold a, a major sports event. Well, here's hoping that uh, somehow uh, by that time, and especially in November, we're, uh, we're seeing a, a regular Masters being held for sure. Jaime, great insights. We really appreciate your time. Great work on Golf Channel as always. You're a professional, a gentleman, and we always just appreciate the, the <laughs> chance to visit with you. Thanks, guys. Back at you. I appreciate it. Take care. You got it. Jaime Diaz joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. It's time to upgrade your game and get custom fit for free at Uinta Golf with their summer bonus trade-in sale. Come in now through July 12th and get a 50% bonus trade-in on any Callaway, TaylorMade, or Cobra inline products. Chart out your game with the new Bushnell Tour V5 Rangefinder and be the course DJ with Bushnell's new Wingman, the first-ever audible GPS and Bluetooth speaker. The summer bonus trade-in sale is happening now through July 12th at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks so much to Jaime Diaz for spending some time. Keith Clearwater, the caddy. If you missed any part of the show, follow us on Twitter. We'll post it there for you. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Give us a follow. Like us. uh, Tell us what you think. Comment. Join the conversation there. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio. And, of course, our show is uh, available not only on our affiliates live, but you can catch us on many of the podcast sites available. Bob? Wanted to just tell you, happy birthday, buddy. 60 Thanks, man. years young uh, on Tuesday, and uh, I can't wait, to, can't wait to do a show with a 60-year-old next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm getting old, but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, look, it's all good stuff, and uh, again, uh, happy birthday, buddy. Uh, again, thanks to everybody for joining us. Thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks uh, for joining us, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.